Two guys with more chemistry than any two heterosexual males should have came together, came together on the BF Tangent to talk life, sports, and a whole lot of unedited truth. So give us an hour and we'll give you way too much information. And we are after fucking 27 days back. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. I was just asking you how long it was that we couldn't fucking even remember. So we had, to, we had to look into the archives and pull that shit out. Into the great wild web. Fuck. So sorry, everyone. Letting everyone down. But uh, it's been... Um, I'm not going to say... We've been too busy because I hate it when people say that shit. But well, we've been, you, you legit have been too busy, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we've, we've struggled to find the time. Is this your 20th day straight working or? Yeah. Yeah. So we had seven days from our last podcast and then I just started working nonstop for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. But um, oh, yeah, so sorry guys. We've had, I've had um, like two calls from our listeners about where the fuck our podcast is but and that was two more than i expected so and then heaps of people talking talking trash behind our back yeah yeah so but and and jeff holcomb send us a message if you actually really listen to this and uh we'll give you a shout out next episode but um what's happening who we well well i think we we still have some sponsors hopefully after 27 days i mean it's uh kind of left them in the lurch there but we're we, we were always followed by Overexertion Clothing. You can check them out at overexertionclothing.com. They've got an awesome range of sporting apparel. So so get amongst it. Going to be pushing some, uh, I think they're going to be pushing some compression gear. We're supposed, to, we're supposed to go for a roll this Saturday. We are for, though, yeah. Oh, but no, nah, it's off. What? It's off. So anyway, we'll get into that. Uh, no, no, no. I can get that. I can get we'll that get in, happening we'll again. Get into we'll that just bring, we'll, I'll bring in the substitute. <laughs> he'll, he'll also be a black belt. But um, I'll tell you, someone else who's getting into rolling now also is the awesome guys from Off-Road Cartel who also support the podcast. You're talking so about Dan Curran? I am. What Mr. about Josie? Is Mr. he rolling? Danny Curran. I don't think he's had the opportunity to get there yet. He's uh, He's got a new lady, mate. So I don't know. Like, if I was rolling with Dan Curran, I'd worry about getting a fat and ejaculating all over him, yeah. you know, just grinding on that sexy body of his, sweating. I know. And, and well, knowing Dan, I think he'd definitely tap. So you'd have it over him there. Tap because he's drowning of yeah. my yeah. sprog. Well, well, no one wants to drown in, in semen, though. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine that for a way to go. Oh, um, yeah. Tap because of sprog. Oh, and tap oh, oh. because of sprog in face. <laughs> sprog submission. <laughs> <laughs> Into your line of fights. Like, it goes, yeah, he's uh, he got TKO'd. He won by decision. He won by split decision. He tapped because of sprog in face. <laughs> <laughs> had you got the tournament Everyone's like, fuck, I didn't know Dan Curran had that many fights. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much a black belt. Yeah. He's a black belt and taking sprog. Usually he can swallow that shit down and he, he does the reversal. <laughs> it's a, how'd you go at the tournament on the weekend, mate? Yeah, just another sprog submission. <laughs> yeah. Another spooge. Yeah, submission. we had a sprog off. Yeah. <laughs> when it goes, when it goes, um, when a tide, like they can't split the decision, it goes into a sprog off. Who can fill a tablespoon? Who can fill as many tablespoons as the other? <laughs> Who can flood the hall? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I think they've definitely dropped us as a sponsor now, but it's um, yeah. oh, all good. Off road cartel. Cheers. Made, made we appreciate good, it. Made for a good story. Yeah. But um, what's been happening in your end of town, mate? Um, Not much, man. I was just, uh, same old shit, just just plugging along and um we just 
got got a couple of work stories. Yeah. We, we've been talking a lot since since the last podcast. We have it's been not so that long. much, but probably. I think this is the first time I've been in the house to, from twenty seven days. Yeah, we are, yeah walking into the into the uh, podcast studio. It actually back, was back in the booth pushing through spider webs. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, nah, um. Oh, that one story I could probably tell you about that I could probably expand on, but we just talked about Sprog. And I, I don't want to go straight from Sprog to shit. And, <laughs> but that's kind of how we roll. Yeah, but it, yeah, anyway, I'm, I got a new job and I'm working um, for a company again and I'm doing the same kind of stuff, but I work uh, at people's houses and I go to house to house, change the gas meters, don't have to dive into what I fucking actually do. It's the most boring shit in the world. I'd but rather... But you're the gas man. Supposedly, I am the gas meter. The greatest yeah. gas fitter to ever hit Brisbane. Yeah, but anyway, so I'm changing this gas meter. And when you're changing gas meters, they're about, on a house, a gas meter is about maybe waist height. So you're always squatting down. And I I drink a lot of caffeine during the day. Mm-hmm. And um, on the way to work, I actually go via Cafe En Route, which is closing down, which is one of the more devastating things that's happened this year so definitely far definitely in the last 27 days yeah and uh that's that's the coffee shop where i drop off my own gluten <laughs> I, I give them gluten bread so they can make me a gluten-free yeah, toasty yeah, gluten-free bread <laughs> you yeah. don't give them a loaf of gluten yeah they just they just <laughs> take my bread put cheese and ham in it spit it go the hicko faggot yeah but um yeah so i um i'm i'm working i think it was on monday and I'm, I'm working away and I, it's just, I know that it's not good. And I've, I've actually told a story about fucking having to do a shit at work before <laughs> on this podcast. So it's pretty crazy in the amount of time this podcast has been running. I've, I've got two shit stories. This one's actually worse. So I am tightening up the gas meter and I start to know that it's getting, I'm getting into dangerous waters starting and prairie dog I'm starting to, um, to walk back and forth, you know, so pacing, yeah, I'm pacing, I'm pacing. I, I got out of the squat position. I'm starting to pace and I know that's that, so bad. Oh man. And, and I know I'm sweating too. Yeah. I'm fucking, it's 40 degrees. I'm sweating. I can, my, my butthole is dripping out water straight away, <laughs> but I know the people at the house aren't home. And so I, I knew that the I, I've been working in Kingston a lot, so I knew that the servo was about a two minute drive away, and I wasn't making that. The people aren't home, so is it on Kingston Road that servo? Ah, uh, yes, yeah. What, what servo is it? The one that you pull off to the side of the the overpass. You pull off. There's oh, a yeah. big BP and a Seven yeah. Eleven, and obviously Seven Eleven. I'm not going to go into any sort of racial things here, but they don't offer bathrooms ever. No. And who works at Seven Elevens? What? What? It's predominantly owned by Indians. <laughs> All right, you racist motherfucker. But I mean, that, that's not racist because I'll be pretty firm on this. That's not racist at all. Yeah, but that's a common observation. Yeah, it must be. I. It must be a religious thing for them or something like that. They don't share bathrooms, but yeah, they know. never have them. And so I go. To, I usually go to the BP down the road, but I wasn't going to make it there this time. So I'm pacing back and forth and I'm like, fuck this. They, they got a lock on their fence. It's because of motherfuckers like you that they don't share bathrooms. Yeah, that's right. But <laughs> yeah, after this story there, yeah, they're definitely not. But, um, so I have to jump the fence. As I jump the fence, I fart or I shart my pants. So I, I <laughs> fart came out as I, as I like exhaled, jumping the fence and I just, it just went pfft. And then I've got, and I, I knew straight away that was shit that came out of my asshole. 
And then so I run to the back behind their shed. No one else is home. I pull down my pants and just explode onto the concrete behind their shed. Oh, and it, it, Not even grass. No, it was concrete. So Did I it finished, splash up and hit you on the heels? Finished, and I think I was like, I was like, oh... Like it was, it was fully like, it was like, and it made noise. Like, so noise coming out of both hands, but my, I was just like, oh, and then I'd turn around and it looked like maybe dog vomit that was a size of a family size pizza. Yeah. And yeah. Solid. And, <laughs> solid, well, man. Well, not, not solid and consistency. Then, but. What do I wipe my ass with? Nothing. Cause I got nothing. I pull up my shitty pants, do my button up, walk out of there like nothing's happened jump in my car but i'm not sitting on my butt i'm trying to roll over and sit on my hips so i'm not going to smoosh that <laughs> shit into my own butt like it's not even bad enough and then i drive to the servo and then straight away i was thinking if i'm going to have to take off my pants in a servo bathroom that means my feet are going to have to touch the ground or my socks so i'm not having that so i take in my tin snips and i pull down my pants to my ankles and cut my underwear off so I don't have to take my boots <laughs> off. I cut my underwear off and then I pull out, I, I, I pull apart my dirty diarrhea undies and I put them in the tampon, tampon bin in the, uh, in the disabled toilets. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'm not that bad that I want to try to flush these down the um, toilet because it might clog up the... Uh, well, you know about plumbing. Yeah. And I'll probably have to go in and fix that shit. Yeah. But yeah, so I put it in the tampon bin Hopefully they just kind of wrap that shit up and dispose of it when it comes. But yeah. So, and then the rest of the day, cause I had to, I don't free ball. I hate free balling. So the rest of the day I'm free balling and I'm also free balling in pants that smell like shit because it creeped through the undies. Uh, so I just didn't get any close to any customers, but yeah, it, yeah, it was bad. It was at a low point. It was one of those points. I was, I, 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 tears were coming out of my eyes as I was shitting and I was like, I'll just quit. I, I just want to quit. I can't do this anymore. I can't work at places that don't have accessible bathrooms on call when I need it. And it's, yeah. And then those motherfuckers are going to get, if they ever go behind that shit, they're going to be like, what the fuck? They're what gonna, the fuck's wrong with that like, dog? What the fuck are the possums drinking around here or some shit? Yeah. But anyway, that's what's happened to me lately. And uh, that goes to the extent of probably the most exciting stuff. Mm, that's a classic story. Yeah. Far out. Oh, well, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just talk about your shit stories in people's backyards. I do have one shit story when I was about, oh man, I must have been about seven or eight years old. I just still remember it because it was just like, I know the exact feeling that you're talking about. And I was away camping at a dam and when I used to go away, I'd just never shit. I was like, no, nah, not shitting. Because you know how you have like weird phobias yeah. when you're a kid about going to the toilet somewhere else. Anyway, so it got to like, oh man, it must have been like five days or something like that and I hadn't shit. And I was doing that same thing. I was sitting on this riverbank fishing because it was a fishing trip. And anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm like, same thing. I was like, get the mad shit pain. So I get up, start pacing and you're like, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> and, so hard to hold it and as soon as you think it's coming, it comes quicker. Yeah. 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 And it gets more unbearable. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm walking back and forth and um, I tripped, I kind of tripped and like you said, like did a bit of a, like, you know, must've been enough for your muscles to relax. Just filled my fucking pants. Oh. So what did you <laughs> do? I was cry? like, no, I, I think I cried. Oh, I can't remember. But I was like super embarrassed. And then I was like, I was by myself, but so it wasn't too bad. But then I just could feel, it felt like there was a fucking soccer ball in the back of my pants and I had to go up and see my dad. And then I cried, I think, because I was like, dad, I shit my pants. <laughs> 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 oh, it was so bad, but, but yeah, 
nothing compared to your shit story, bro. Yeah, it's just <laughs> you're, it's, you're nearly thirty. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're, you you oh, are thirty. You are thirty, <laughs> no, motherfucker. We actually, I was gonna mention that I forgot to at the start, but Brenton actually turns thirty in two days. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, so if, when you're thinking about that, thirty is I I consider it. I'm it's a midlife crisis. That's what it is. Because seriously, sixty and onwards suck on my dick because <laughs> i don't care about that shit you know like yeah. oh what are you doing at 60 oh yeah i'm gonna have fucking mad hot sex with my wrinkly old bitch or <laughs> you know like and she's gonna be wanting to suck on my saggy balls but fuck you never know mate i was and and i don't know it's if i was talk, talking to this but was i talking to you about this early or, or probably not but we've got it totally in reverse about the retirement thing i was wasn't i or, nah, no no oh, okay like we should be retired until we're about 40 and then we go to work hard because yeah. why work hard in the best years of our life when we want to enjoy it? Just we have retirement then and then after the fact, then we pay off our superannuation that we have been using. Oh, yeah. So you reckon live on credit till we're 40? Fucking oath. And then try and work. Yeah. Out. Yeah, sweet. I'm retired. I'm, what's the average retirement age now? I think it's between 65 and 70. No, I think they pushed it up to 75, didn't they? Oh, okay. 75. Well, so, yeah. Oh, sorry. Eligib eligibility for... Eligibility. Is that even a fucking word? <laughs> Eligible. <laughs> um, for the pension. Isn't that 75 now? They pushed that right Oh, okay. Because they're, they're totally getting rid I'm, of... I'm a dummy. They're yeah. totally getting rid of the pension though because yeah. of the way that we Oh, by the time super. we get to it, yeah. there'll be no pension. It'll be non-existent. Yeah. yeah. That's why I just saved $5 notes. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. We, you, and you, then take them to the cabaret club, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you, re, you retired at 70. It's like, oh, what's your day consist of? I'm going to wake up. I'll probably go get my prostate checked. And then I'll come home. I will take a Viagra and masturbate over girls that are like 21 on fucking huge yeah. But by then we'll be get, hitting some really good virtual reality headset kind yeah. of stuff. I don't know how that's going to go. I think it'll be really weird, yeah. Well, mate, it, it's already... The, the the way that the porn industry is going to take control of virtual reality, mm. it's going to be able to inject so much money into it quickly because it's going to... Everyone's going to be paying for that shit. Mm. So I, I, I believe in the future, what we're going to see very quickly is the, um, like the adaptation of, of everyone just... If they can't get roots, just chucking on headsets and getting things that are totally realistic to roots, even if you don't have a fleshlight or anything, mm. but you're in the, you're in this world where you're getting root and you're, you're fucking coming because it's that real, yeah. you know? And, uh, but it's crazy about it. like, don't, don't you reckon like, I think having those kind of tools so readily available is just fucking up humanity. Well, like, because people, people already now lack so much social skills and just fucking stay at home and play computers and do shit like that. Like it's so, I, I see a difference now from even being like fucking nearly 30, but even back <laughs> like 30, er, early 20s. I'm 29. I just turned 29 too. <laughs> early 30, like early 20s, sorry, to now the ability people have to hold good conversations with you. Don't you think? Like I can see a difference in this 10 years. Oh yeah. And, and, and oh, definitely. And, and the, I, the time frame that we are in is is the craziest, hmm. but maybe that, that, that happens to everyone, you know, like people in the, people in the nineties, obviously were like, we were a bit young, but they're like, holy shit, this internet thing, this could be re legit or it's a, f a fad. Hmm. 
people thinking the internet was a fad, you know, that's fucking crazy. But, but think about the generations that are going to miss out on like when we were fucking like 20, like, yeah, we're going to go pick up some sluts yeah. when it was never, ever. It's like with virtual porn and stuff like that, no one's going to bother. No. What he's going to do? Grab a fucking six pack, everyone put their fucking headsets on and jack off in a circle. Yeah. And Dan will be there tapping. You're like... Oh, this bitch is so fucking hot. Check out my headset. And like you're swapping <laughs> girls. It's like a fucking orgy, but you're all yeah, sitting there just a bunch like, of dudes. Why, why do I want to go out and hook up with a five when I can put my headset on? I can fuck Jenna Jameson. Yeah. And she's a, she's a 12. Yeah. And she's she's gonna, about to give birth, And bro. she's going to take this small dick. That's, yeah. I'm wondering. She'll take it with her. I wonder if I look down and my dick's bigger though. How do you mean? Oh, like, like if virtual. Like, if, yeah, virtual reality. I'm sure I can, you can make upload that. it. Yeah. I'll, Probably make it black as well. Yeah, if you want to, hmm. for sure. Yeah. Probably look a bit weird on your pasty white skin. <laughs> Just this black, this black thing. A well, black, a black stubby. <laughs> uh, I would, I would, I'd make an Indian, but then I wouldn't be able to use its toilet. So. <laughs> It just explode because you couldn't piss anywhere. Yeah. See, that was going along a racist line. <laughs> yeah, that you brought on by talking about virtual reality porn. Fucking hell. Mate, I was talking about weirdos sitting in circles jacking off. Yeah. <laughs> like Pizzagate. <laughs> We're not no, going down that no, hole. No, let's not go um, down that hole. But anyway, there's been a fair bit of... Um, bit of happening in the old UFC since we've been gone. Mate, well, I think the last time we talked about it, we were coming off... What card were we coming off the last Probably time? like Ronda Rousey's loss. I don't know. It was just before that. Okay, so Ronda Rousey gets fucking smashed again. Yeah. Um, Didn't see that coming. Yeah, so, and I think at that stage, yeah, I think that was our last podcast. That stage, it's like the UFC's like, fuck. And this is all my opinion, our opinion, exa- um, of course. But we're, not, we're not educated or influenced by anything of importance. No, no, but they go, they go, holy shit, all we have now is Conor McGregor. Because Rousey's lost two in a row. You've got Amanda Nunes, who's a champ, who speaks, who speaks all right English. Um, Debatable. Yeah, uh, she gets on the mic and rubs it, rubs the loss in. Doesn't act like a champion should act. I'm not defending her, um, Ronda Rousey there at all because I don't think Ronda Rousey acted like a champion should have acted. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, the UFC. But since then, we've had all these things. So even in the last week, and, and this is for like a lot of the mainstream followers, they've re-signed GSP. Mm. They've gone, holy shit, we need him more than ever. Fuck whatever he was trying to do about holding off Reebok. Let's just give him the sponsorship money that he needs because he's sponsored by Under Armour. Let's match it or whatever because we need him. Um, they've got an option there now. So whoever GSP is going to fight, we've got Conor McGregor, out still talking about the Floyd Mayweather um, and uh, what else? Oh, we've got a 145 pound champion mm. for uh, the chicks and Chris Cyborg, Cyborg, who was meant to be suspended and everyone was ragging on, just got um, cleared. cleared. So now we got it. They got to sort out a fighter for that. So from going from, it looked like they'll, they'll, fucking on the way out the back door yeah on the way out and then all this all this stuff has just come up in the last week and even the conor mcgregor stuff you bring gsp into the picture if gsp um if conor floyd doesn't happen they could they could maybe make something there for wow. gsp that'd be a super fight mcgregor that would that would get everyone's attention as well and but it, of course i believe everything everyone is still and i think that mcgregor 
Mayweather is definitely going to happen. You reckon? Yeah. I still, I, I think it's going to happen and I do believe that um, McGregor will win. Do you reckon it's safe as a safe? It's it's probably as, as safe as one safe, but not what's put in a safe in a bank. Oh, so okay. I just say, I, I'm going off, I reckon if they, if they do fight, I believe that Conor McGregor can get the best of him. And that's the only reason why I believe that the fight won't happen yep. is because why the fuck would Floyd risk everything on something that isn't a hundred percent certain. Especially when you have a spotless career. Mm. Like what is he? Like forty some it's forty something and he's forty nine and oh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So this one yeah, of course would be fifty and oh or it could be forty nine and one. Yeah. And then everyone goes, Oh shit, he's not the greatest boxer of all time because he just got fucking clipped by a UFC fighter. Yeah. By a bloody cage brawler. Yeah. But uh, I think today, um uh I forget who it was. Came out and said, uh, Floyd's what Floyd, one of Floyd's main boxing coaches, came out and said, or oh, Freddie Roach mm -hmm. came out and said that uh, Floyd came up to him and says, You might want to get um, do some work with um, your boy Connor because he's going to need it. Hmm. So, like, kind of, but also Floyd just wants to entice to stay relevant, to stay in the yeah. news. So, anything could happen still. But it, yeah, and then this weekend we got the rematch of uh, Wonderboy versus Woodley. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's on. Yeah, so we got... When's that? That's UFC 209. That's on a Sunday, March... Oh, no, that's March 5th. Yeah. Yeah, so... Next weekend. Next weekend, yeah. And, um, and yeah, that's a good card because we've got um, Khabib and Ferguson as the co-main event. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That would be awesome. So, yeah, this is... They need this card... For because of the last couple, mm. they've been very average. UFC 208 was uh, very, very. What was 208? Missable was exactly. Um, yeah, was um, <laughs> was Rousey a uh, home versus uh, yeah, I know. the champ. But the yeah, champ. and then they had Cyborg. They had Cyborg in the um, in the audience, mm -hmm. and then but no one knew she was going to get cleared then. But obviously, everyone knows believes that she's going to be the champ once she comes back and then just on the weekend was just the fox sports um fight night and that was travis brown Derek lewis yeah and travis brown got ko'd in the second round and that was his fourth loss in a row yeah so he's got some serious soul searching soul searching to do yeah, bro. But but, not, the, but, not... but me and you were pretty pumped about because our boy hendrix got the win yeah yeah, yeah so, Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, so he's moved up to middleweight and um looks a heap better for yeah, it. Yeah, looks heap better, had good movement, um, rolled with the shots, fucking uh did did this did these cool things where he was faking the takedown and then coming up with a knee. Yeah. So he'd go the go go for a shoot but come up with a knee and he was he was um connecting with Lombard and uh and yeah, and he just looked real light on his feet and looked back to him and said it re it's kind of revitalized his career and he's keen on trying to make a run for this uh, middleweight belt. Yeah, well, it looked like a Johnny Hendricks of old. Yeah. yeah. So it's bloody super, mate. Mm. Fucking Hendricks. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, and uh, we should say congratulations to our boy Badger because... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Special shout out to the Badger. He, um, well, we'll start off with positive news. But um, yeah, he got engaged. The other day, yeah, to his lovely lady, and uh, yeah, congratulations to those guys. But um, he also 
well, off off on to bigger and better things now. So he's, Yeah, he's, so he's parted ways with the UFC. Yep, um, parted ways. He's at his stint, and uh, he... Uh, he obviously, if anyone saw any of his fights, he's just he's just an absolute warrior in each of his fights, and uh, um, and now he's on to he's going to have a crack at his professional boxing. His stand up was always his his strength, always his strong point, yeah. And uh, so we've talked to him recently, and it's going to be boxing slash bull riding for. Yeah. Can you get any more man than that, motherfucker? Seriously, <laughs> a UFC fighter that that finishes with the UFC and goes straight to boxing or bull riding, yeah. Yeah. slash dick model probably or something. Probably, yeah. Well, he won't be able to do that now if he's getting hitched. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. His missus will be like, "Nah, that's my dick now. You're not, <laughs> you're not sharing it. <laughs> no pictures. He'll uh, have to stop sending you dick pics." <laughs> He yeah, never sent you any. No, they're you always just, just forwarded on from you, bro. <laughs> You're like badging other dick pic. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's you sending them. Yeah. Yeah. And what's sexual chocolate being up to? Oh, mate, just being sexual. Oh, Rube's got uh, fight in. Yeah, he's got a fight coming up, the 25th of March. Ruben, Ruben, the the greatest. I don't know. He's the greatest. <laughs> the awesome athlete. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so that'll be good. We'll keep you posted on that one. We'll be there in the crowd like a couple of fangirls. Yeah. With our pom-poms. Like an oath. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> we got to fucking get him on the podcast. Right? We do. Yeah. Oh, he's a hard man to lock down because he's always training. Yeah, I know. Bloody crazy man. Doesn't stop. He doesn't. But um, let's, oh, I can't think of uh, too much. There's, I mean, we're in the off season for off-road at the moment, but there's been bits and pieces happening. The uh, the nomination's open for Griffiths today, which is um, a race down in New South Wales. So that'll be the first, that'll be the season open for opener for the ARB series. Sounds fucking sweet. I'm definitely getting a ticket. <laughs> you can shut up. It's my turn to talk. Um, so our boy Lukey Ayres, he's, uh, he nominated there. I think he was the third car on the list. So he's pumped and ready to go. Who's his navvy? Uh, I don't know. Mm. I didn't see any. Mm. I didn't see one on the paperwork. Maybe he's rolling solo, mate. <laughs> Might just have a bottle of wine strapped in next to him and just get after both. it. He's doing both, Luke. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's on. And um, some boys have been over in the States. Uh, Old mate Billy Geddes, he was over there with another mate that we raced with, Corey Howe. He's got a brand new Geyser Brothers truck, and um, they've been over there for a few weeks. I think Corey sort of, he maybe looked like he was going to move in over there. He's been there for that long, but um, they they did two races in the truck over there. So yeah, they had a good run, but um, yeah, it'll be good to get it back here. Hopefully they'll see it out at Fink this year. So, so they ship it back. Yeah, they ship it back. Yeah. So it got built in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, is where the Geyser Brothers shop is. And then they did a couple of races over there, and now they'll bring it home. Nice. Yeah. So she'll be a stacked field for Fink this year. I will be. Yeah. Are you going out? I'll go out, but I don't I don't think we're going to have a car there. I, well, it's early. You know how we roll. It's um, always last-minute prep, but yeah. um, we're doing some pretty big changes to the old 41 this year. So... um. Yeah, it might be a bit too much work. We don't know yet. So yeah. We, we don't even have... The parts aren't even in the country yet that we're changing. So we'll see what happens. We'll do our best. But um, yeah, we'll see. I'll keep you posted. Please do. Yeah, because you sound super interested. Yeah. <laughs> you fucked I'm just listening. <laughs> I'm just, but please do. <laughs> um, I was having a chat with uh, Moats on the weekend. Oh, Toby Price is off his crutches too. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's a beast. I think it's been like six weeks. So he had a broken femur. Yeah. Six weeks and he's walking like again and cruising around. That means he can walk on into this fucking studio. Yeah, he can. Where's he at? 
Where's he at? Is he back on gold deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just full-time rehabbing, but what a machine. Yeah. So he's, his plan is to be back on the bike for Fink, so we'll see. Shit. Which is June. Just, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> I, know, I know when Fink is. Get out right. your fucking pad and pen. And I, write I it know down. when Fink It'll is. be one of the most important life notes yeah. you take. Don't worry. I've got my uh, my Foxtel already programmed to record on SBS at three o'clock in the morning to <laughs> get the updates. <laughs> you know they do live feeds now, bro, so you don't have to record nothing. Oh, okay. You stop whatever you're doing at that point in time and you watch it. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Um, did I was, so your boy Moats? Yeah. So I was talking to Moats and I was I was saying about how the NRL season starting soon. Yeah. So we can, in the future, we can talk about that bullshit. That'll be sweet because I can just come over and sleep on your couch when the NRL season Yeah, starts. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was saying how much, we're talking about how much, like, because I get pretty in, into the NFL season and obviously we're both um, big UFC fans or just MMA fans and how those kind of organizations have totally killed the NRL for me because compared to them, it seems like a fucking, like, um, Hicktown organization, yeah. you know? Like, it's the, the way, the professionalism and the way that those other companies run their stu- um, stuff and their publicists and the media. And, and then you go to... the fighters are in the headlines. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, just, like, it's fucking, like what do you call it? Oranges to apples. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, chalk and cheese, mate, chalk and cheese, but, <laughs> and just the excitement that the, 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 the way that they put it across, especially UFC has killed everything for me because like, as when you're talking about a Conor McGregor fight, you're like, Oh my fucking God. And then you go back to, we get the NRL season now and I'm just like, Oh sweet. Mm. Yeah. A bun- yeah. Oh, the Roosters are playing Newcastle. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Well, sweet. Oh, how, how did, how did the game go? Yeah. I think our team played well and I think we can do better. And, um, yeah, we're just going to have to get back to the fi- uh, training field and see how it goes. Our defense really let us down. Yeah. Yeah. I think we played well and I think they played well. It's like. Me smart like tractor. Yeah. Just fucking say, yeah, we're the best team and we're going to fucking kill them. And then everyone's <laughs> going to jump on board, yeah. you know? Get a bit of fucking aggro in you. Yeah. But anyway, I was just thinking about that and I thought I'd I thought I'd share. Yeah, thanks for that nice little yeah. rant there, Freddie. I'll tell you what um what has been happening in the world lately is animals are still alive. Yes, they are. But uh one animal isn't. I feel dumber after twenty seven days. Please educate yeah. me. Well one animal isn't. I don't know if you saw this today. Are you gonna talk your animal fact about a fucking extinct animal? No. Thank God. We're gonna talk about that mother that kangaroo. You see this? Mm mm. Okay, so um, uh, video footage and the the court the um, court hearing has happened and stuff. But a, a fucking court hearing for a kangaroo. Yeah. So what happened? Please elaborate. All right. So a video footage went around about um, a kangaroo killing in um, WA, but it wasn't shot. What happened is these two guys and their dog rounded up a kangaroo in a dam and beat it to death with a pole. You kidding? Nah. And so one of the guys has been sentenced to a year in prison, so he fucking should. And um, and the other guy, not so bad of a sentence because they said he wasn't acting as malicious as the um, the number one offender. Yeah. But what they did is, and you can see it in the video, obviously on Nine News they censor it, but they the dog was cornering it. It looked, you know, obviously a dog that's used to pigging or something like that. And then, yeah, it looked like just a metal pole and they, they beat it down and, t- and rock it. So they rock it and beat it until it's dead and they drag it out of the water. 
his defense was he was he's he's living off the land and his gun license has been revoked or whatever so that's his defense so you stupid motherfucker can't hold on to a gun license and you use that as a defense in court you know how yeah. fucking dumb are these uh, oh, yeah, and, it was just fucking stupid. And I've got, wow. I've got no, I've got no queer, um, queries, no qualms. Nothing against. Qualms, is that a right? I don't know. Yeah, but I've got nothing Let's against. Let's just make it up. I've got nothing against culling of kangaroos because it's a necessity. Oh, they're a pest. Yeah, it's a necessity. And I was, I, I was looking into it and, um, as, as mammals go, kangaroos are the, one of the most abundant large land animals on the planet. So they reckon on the, in, planet. on the planet, they reckon in Australia, we have excess of 25 million. Fucking hell. Yeah. And they, and the reason they, they're so, um, there's the, the amount of them is because we've taken out things like dingoes, you know, when the, when it was just Aboriginals here, the, they weren't killing the amount of dingoes that we kill. So their natural predators have, have, have gone away. Yeah. And so they're just breeding, you know, breeding like wildfire. And then, um, Bloody well, yeah. And, and so, but, and so the culling, but I, I agree with humane culling, a shot in the head, like taking out very uh, humanely, not beating, beating them down with a pole, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm glad, like, I, I think that that guy should have got beat his ass down with a pole. Well, he probably will now. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was, that was, it's not so much as animal fact. I just thought it was a, a, a topic to bring up. Yeah. But, Thanks for the shitty story. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, that, <laughs> That uh, that kangaroo is now dead and out of pain. Well, he experienced a fair bit of pain before it, but yeah. Yeah. No, nah, but I'm all for culling kangaroos because I've seen the damage they do. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and and get like, rid of them. Yeah, <laughs> get rid of. <laughs> get rid of. Yeah, get them down. Let's just have our fucking national anthem. A fucking emu. <laughs> <laughs> just one emu on one side. <laughs> and a kangaroo on a cross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a Jesus cross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been racist, we fucked up religion, and so we should probably almost call it a day. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, so twenty like when I read that stat of twenty five mil, I was like, holy shit, yeah, that's a shit ton. Yeah, what have we got in, uh, in Australia? Twenty six million people. Is it? Yeah, is it that many? I think so. Twenty six mil we've got. I always get confused when we talk about population. Because mm. I'm a simpleton. Yeah, but I believe I believe we got twenty six million here, and then and so the kangaroos are pretty much there. Yeah, one kangaroo to every guy. Wonder if they're trying to inter 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 race with humans yet. Yeah, so if we all had fetishes. Remember that fucking story I did I told with the kangaroo and the pig? <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder was, if was they the had a baby. stinky or something. That was like but wasn't it like butterfly and fuck it or something? The kangaroo oh, was yeah, called yeah. fuck it and something oh, I forget what the pig was called. Yeah. But uh troll troll back through the old podcast guys, just to get that gem. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I um, I had a call from our mate Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy Williams from Tall Tree Studios. He listens to the pod. Where we fucking started. Show yeah. some respect, everybody. <laughs> but um, no, good old Jeremy. He called me this morning on my way to work at ten past six in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit, Jeremy's calling me. I haven't spoken to Jeremy for probably oh, a month or two, yeah, at least. But um, so we'll have to get him back down. We'll do it. We'll shoot another pod with him soon. Yeah, we'll go out to his house, Mr. have a Williams, chat. Mr. Williams, catch up with him. Yeah, get that 360 mic happening. Yeah. 
badass. Yeah. I'm a fan. Sweet. Get him on the old git, git box. Yep. He'll um he'll wear his bathrobe and, and show us how good his def- deadlift form is. But he called me. He goes, Brento. I was like, hey, mate. How you going? He goes, good. I was just doing some, some pull-ups and I, it made me think of you. So I gave you a call. <laughs> I was like, thanks, mate. <laughs> I wonder why pull-ups reminded him of you. I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely not an ambassador for pull-ups. <laughs> Well, he was just getting hot and sweaty inside yeah. of me. He's, yeah, he's getting all hot and bothered after those pull-ups. He got a bit of a boner. He got a bit of blood down yeah. there. And his... yeah. Well, that would have taken it away from yeah. his brain with his, he, with his he, huge member. He got a bit of blood blood down there and he's in his shed and then Dan Cohen walks up the driveway. He's, you, let's roll, <laughs> motherfucker. And Jeremy just starts ejaculating. Dan's tapping out. He's like, oh, I can't handle this. Not again, Mike. You won't fucking spooge submission me, mate. Oh, fuck me. Life's giving me lemons, bro. Let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's our golden saying, guys, and you haven't heard it for 27 motherfucking days. When life throws you lemons, just say fuck it and crank the biscuit. Peace. This is the BF Tangent. Don't forget to tell your friends.